We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B minus. Chris went C minus. I'm right in between. Uh, C plus. I feel like your arrow, though, is pointed more in the direction of heading C minus than it is to up to B minus. You're trying to talk him into giving it a C right now, Malsey? Power no. of your rhetoric? You can. I mean, again, nope. I'm I'm more worried. I'm 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 just worried about the the quarterback play more than anything right now. In like the, I I I don't. Where think... do you think he slots in now? As as just in a vacuum offensive coordinators in the league right so we're not even giving him benefit or, or or handicap of who his quarterback is there are 32 play callers in the league where do you think arthur smith ranks both of you pony you can answer that if you have a quicker feel for it than don i'd put him closer to the middle like 14th or 15th that's because i think he's elite at something as a run game architect i think he's elite at that that just would not have been my first preference in finding an offensive coordinator that's all and if he gets Munchak, I'll even bump him up a little bit more. Well, if he gets Munchak, it'll only be a couple of weeks before you say, you know, Munchak's due to get back into the head coaching game. <laughs> would you? Well, I, I guess with with Pony, it's it's an easy answer. But I would say, would you rather have Munchak or someone who specializes in the pass game? Like as as a as an assistant here, yeah. I'm going to surprise you if it's like somebody out there who is been touched by the hand of a McVeigh or a Shanahan. I think I'd probably prefer that for as much as I love. Munchak, because that that was his job here as offensive line coach. He coordinated the run game. You already have that. I would I'd rather take the passing specialist too. Yeah, but the but Munchak the the player to coach development, like the way that John Mitchell transformed Aaron Smith into a Steelers Hall of Famer, made Brett Kiesel from a seventh round pick into a great player. Munchak did that with Steelers offensive linemen, and I think they need that coaching. Also, everything I've read is that Meyer is just not a scheme fit with what Smith wants to do. He doesn't coach his bread and butter as an offensive line coach. His schemes and his background is not really conducive with this offense whatsoever. So we'll see. Maybe they'll try to make a square peg fit into a round hole, which they do sometimes because they don't like to pay coaches not to work. Yeah, Got to make sure the budget is on point. 412-928-9370. We, of course, have people lined up to talk about this as per usual, starting with Dave in Bell Vernon. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. Hi, Dave. Uh, I have a a question more than anything. Now that the offensive coordinator is in place, I think another shoe is going to drop, as in the Pitt situation. If you remember, Narduzzi hired an offensive coordinator, then a few days later fired three longtime offensive assistants to bring in new people. Now, is Arthur Smith going to have that kind of autonomy when he comes in and says, hey, Mike, I can't work with these guys? Here's the guys I'd like to bring in. Canada did. 
Canada brought in a lot of his own assistants. Brisbane Jackson, Meyer himself. Yeah, guys that um, have a connection to him. Guys that felt like they could work well with him. So, yes, I would assume if that courtesy was extended to Canada, it so too will be extended to Arthur Smith. Faulkner got a promotion. He had worked with Matt when Matt got fired. Remember Faulkner came out and said, like, I love him like a brother. Our families are close. We're two peas in a pod. Yeah, I would think a lot of those guys, Eddie Faulkner included, would feel like the writing's on the wall for them. Who's Arthur Smith's quarterback guru that he wants to bring in as a QB coach? Better not be the guy that was his offensive coordinator in Atlanta because the Falcons insider we had on the air basically said the guy's a complete... Don't hire Dave Ragone. Nincompoop. Here is... Is this Raphael, like the Ninja Turtle? It is. In Oakland. Hello, Raphael. Raphael. And I'm with with Muller and Donnie here. Uh, I'm going to give this a C. And hear me out, Pony. I think you might come around. C, not because it's the average hire. C for crap. Uh, this is a garbage hire, and you guys want to talk about people crapping their pants a couple of segments ago. I'll tell you who crapped their pants. I mean, Arthur, Arthur Smith crapped his pants in Atlanta. Uh, there's no way around that. And I guarantee you everybody in the city of Atlanta is sitting here laughing at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, you have the most storied organization in the history of the NFL, and this is the guy that we think is going to bring Pittsburgh back to the promised land, you know, bring, bring number seven. It's Arthur Smith and Mike Tomlin. Uh, as much as we all want to be optimistic here and, you know, be homers for Pittsburgh, which – you know, I'm there with, with the highest of them. I, I always root for the Steelers through everything, and I think they're going to win every game. But if we're just sitting here looking at this reasonably, I mean, look what he did in Atlanta. Three, seven, and ten seasons. Um, offense finishing 29th, 24th, and then 17th in yards per game. And that offense was despicable. It might have been the worst offense in the league. The most watch. frustrating thing for me, and, uh, and, to- and Tone Diggs, who I like from McAfee Show, even though for some reason he got mad at me a couple years ago for – um, I think actually we smoothed things over and uh, buried the hatchet. And do you want me to unsmooth them? Why? Well, gonna... I could just say something mean about them to, no, I to like, reopen I like, the rift. I like Tone a lot, and I love Pat. So I'm not trying to start a war with him. But he brought up about Bijan Robinson and the and the workload there that he got a lot of touches. That's not my issue with what happened in Atlanta. They drafted a running back, in my opinion, who I think they felt like was their missing piece, and they were going to build their entire offense around him. And he was going to be the focus for what they did, the same way Derrick Henry was in Tennessee. And we see first-year running backs, like look at Saquon Barkley, for example. Those guys can come in and completely change a team and be stars from day one. It happens at the running back position all the time. Mm -hmm. That's why they used a top-10 pick on a running back. We killed the Steelers in this room for using the 24th pick on Najee. They used the 8th pick on Robinson. Yep. I think they felt like they were going to get a first-year All-Pro in year one in in Arthur Smith's offense. And he might have given him the ball, but it didn't work. He also gave Tyler Algier the ball 186 times on the ground. Now, I saw people say, hey, the Steelers had a two-man backfield. What do you think Tyler Algier, Algier averaged yards per attempt this year? 186 carries. 3-8. 3-7. Jalen Warren averaged almost five and a half. There's a big difference there. I think I th- I I think that's why he got fired. I mean, the quarterback thing was bad, but I think they rolled the dice on drafting a running back because they thought with what Henry did in Tennessee, if we get this do-it-all back from Texas in this crappy division, he is going to be a superstar from the very start. And it didn't. Donnie, how many games did B. John Robinson have more than 20 carries? Not that the running game is the be-all, end-all, but how many games did he have more than 20 carries? One. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback stuff, like, I don't think there's a lot of coaches that would do well with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke and Marcus Mariota. Now, I've got to 
I do have to criticize Smith. I think he's the reason why Mariota was their quarterback two years ago because he had him in Tennessee. I think he convinced the organization that, hey, I can win with this guy. Let me get Mariota back. He knows the offense. I can win with this guy. And they couldn't. He got benched in the middle of the season. Wasn't he on the quarterback documentary series? Yes. There, your man, was he boring on that show? Oh, man, it could just – when those segments came, she wanted to hit fast forward. Still didn't watch it. Amazing did you watch that, any of it, Donnie? Amazing that Cousins apparently did, came yeah. off the best. Well, he shopped at Coles. That was a big hit. Maybe man after your own heart. Dude is making $40 million a year. His closet was just all shirts purchased from the Coles department store. Oh, no, I throw down at Costco. I'm wearing Costco jeans right now. Still, though, the guy could be wearing $1,000 outfits or more every day. And his wife was using Kohl's cash to buy. What was he, endearingly corny to people, basically? Yeah, I'd say that's a good way of putting it. Hmm. All right, so the last guy says he's giving the Arthur Smith hire a C for crap. All of Atlanta is laughing at Pittsburgh right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Just because of my father is I've never mistaken his his success for my success. And I've said that before and I wholeheartedly believe that. He didn't he didn't push that on any any of, of his kids. And I, I was fortunate enough. Obviously you don't realize it growing up. We're all born in different circumstances and that's what it is. But I had great parents, both my mom and dad, that instilled great values in us, that hard work, compassion. You know, we we're fortunate enough. I mean, I obviously didn't realize as a little kid who my my dad was, didn't think, and I certainly don't think I'm special. He doesn't think he's special. My dad, as we've gotten older, has provided me great lessons in management, leadership, leadership, strategy, and he's been a great father, and a father that I want to be to my kids as well. New Steelers offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. And we're brought to you by the View Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Arthur Smith's dad's name is Frederick W. Smith. He is the founder of FedEx. He is worth $5.8 billion. Good work if you can get it. I do like somebody that, I mean, whether he actually is, it's better to just say it even if you don't believe it. I've never confused his success with mine. I'd like to think that if my dad was a billionaire, I would have some 
fuse in the back of my brain saying, you haven't accomplished jack squat in your life, you gotta go do it on your own. But then it would even bother me like my father's, my parents' money at that point would be an ultimate backstop where I had no fear of failure. And so I could work unencumbered by the worry of what's going to happen if I don't keep this job. I think there's a chance I'd still be doing this if my dad was worth $5.8 uh, $5 or at least would have attempted to. But there's also a pretty solid chance I'm either dead mm -hmm. or I'm like the fat balding guy who's friends with Billy Madison. And that's just Good where point. I'm going. I think the best version of it is. You know that is, guy I'm talking about, yeah. Donnie? No, I know him. <laughs> I think Has that guy been in another movie since? By the way, what if you found out he he's has, hanging like, a out ton with Norm McDonald and and uh, Adam Sandler in that movie? He might he might be like a behind the scenes guy because I really never saw him in like another Sandler movie. And Sandler obviously like he infamously he his uses his buddies. Who did he make out with in the end? Was it the girl that wiped snot on her breasts? Was that who like the third buddy that yeah. wasn't Sandler or Norm? Yep. No, it was like one of those. It was like one of the uh, random like senior high school students that um it was like the girl that billy sat by in that science class the chlorophyll borophyll class yep and she turned him away i think if i was doing this job if my dad was a billionaire i would just have the most volcanic takes every day like insane stuff i would say whatever popped into my head and if they threatened to fire me i'd be like oh, all right i mean i'll be fine if you do by the way i think tone Diggs is subtweeting me what's wrong with that I don't I think know. That's a flex. He said, I defended the Artie Smith hire today because I despise people talking in definites as if they know 100% that, that it's a bad hire. It could be great. It could be terrible. None of us know for sure right now. In the end, it doesn't matter who's calling the plays if you don't get good quarterback play. Well, here's the, can I just quick aside, then we'll get back to the calls. It's fun. Fan, I, I'm a fan. So I know how the fan brain works. It's really funny. Let's say it's the NFL draft. If I go on the air and I say, after the Steelers pick, this is a great pick. I love the pick. It's an outstanding pick. Very few people get in your mentions and say, whoa, how do you know it's great? Correct. Pump the brakes. Keep it in the middle. Correct. But if you do the opposite, which is this pick sucks, it's a terrible pick, you get a lot of what Tone just did to you. Whoa, how do you speak in absolutisms? What's wrong with you? Now, you specifically, if you say it's a great pick, people go career failure incoming, draft bust guaranteed. But I doubt when you said Broderick Jones is going to be no. the greatest left tackle in Steelers history, you weren't like, oh, my God, Chris, how no, about the guy shows were, up in Latrobe first people were on my we side. crown him? No, people yeah. were on my side. And I turned out, I think I'm going to end up turning out to be very right. about 412-928-9370. Here is Fake John and Robinson on the fan. Hello, Fake John. Hey guys, how's it going? Hello, Fake John. Good to hear from you. Hey, Mosey. Glad you're back from the ED. That's erect, that's uh, explosive diarrhea, of course. You almost had erectile dysfunction. What's happening to me here? Needs, but... I'm getting explosive <laughs> diarrhea thrown at me. My kid basically did that when I woke up this morning. Unbelievable, Fake John. I thought we were friends. Well, speaking of explosive diarrhea, let's talk about the Arthur Smith hire. Go on. So, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is how comically unwatchable this is going to be, and that's in comparison to even last year. I think the most entertaining part of the season is going to be hearing either GT or Deontay midweek just bitch and moan over, you know, what they didn't get. You you look at what Arthur Smith produced wide receiver-wise, 70 catches is about the tops of it. But, Tony, going back to something you said earlier, if 
you know, we shouldn't stick with a minimum bar at OC, which was, you know, minimum competence, Matt Canada. Why are we all seem to be okay with that at the quarterback position? We're all saying, oh, well, it's a wasted year because we're not picking again. Why are we okay wasting one more year of this team's prime players? Why don't we move on? Let's try to package him and a second for Fields, right? If they said it would take a second to get Fields, throw Pickett in as well. Well, the the Bears have no use for Pickett, but I don't disagree with what you said before. If you want to, if you want to argue that there's a quarterback upgrade out there that's realistic in terms of how much the guy's going to cost and what it's going to take to get him, I'm okay with that. I said today. But it doesn't feel like that's a that's a realistic possibility. Like this team has no interest in doing that. Okay, well, that's that's you know, different though than us. We right. both, I think, are on board with that. I think what you're getting, fake John, and and why you're getting that sense is. There is a sense from all of us of being beaten down. You know the team is committed to the player, and it's just like you almost feel like you're arguing with with the wall. Thanks. I mean, I th- thanks, fake John. I, I just don't. I, I agree with his so, point, so, though. So do I. I. Very clear here. I agree with him. I said earlier. I think if Justin Fields were in this Arthur Smith offense, it would look better. I think it's an offense that's tailor made for a quarterback that's very mobile. Not just sneaky good athlete like Kenny Pickett in air quotes. Um, I I I think this is also right. If Arthur Smith did not come from a place where he worked alongside and worked for people with deep rooted connections to the Steelers, I don't think they're in a rush to hire him. I think they'd still want to talk to him because he has that run physical football. He might get the job based on MO. that, but he wouldn't have been the obvious. You said it right. I think you were correct to say this. That he was their clear, Art Rooney's at least, his clear first choice. He might not have been Tomlin's. I still am, am very well, go back. interested in that I, part I, of this. I'm not saying this at all because I, I get sometimes I get frustrated with talk show hosts and people that try to take victory laps with things. I'm not saying this to toot any horn because I get plenty of things wrong. But go back and look. When on January 20th, I tweeted, you need to watch for Arthur Smith. You you get frustrated with talk show hosts who do it, and yet I noticed you. I almost said this to Donnie before the show. I said, Donnie, I was going to say, Donnie, look at him. He's retweeting his own tweets. I Just because I wanted to point out to people that this was something that was put on my radar, right? Because if you go back and look at the initial articles that were written here are the names of candidates, and Smith's name was not on it. Post Gazette didn't write about him. Our website didn't have him. No offense to Jeff, like he got left out, and I think because he got left out, somebody got in touch with me and said, "Hey, you need to make sure that you guys are talking about Arthur Smith." That was not an accident. Now that 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 didn't mean he was going to get hired as the coach, but but he, it meant somebody in the know had put two and two together about what they like and what his background was, and who he had worked with, and how we know that's important. Which I'll go back, and when, if there's one thing I want people to take from my opinions on this today, honestly, you, in fact, if you want to believe that I hate the pick and that I didn't give it a C-, minus, which merely means dislike the pick, fine. Or the, the, uh, the selection here. My biggest negative in this entire thing is what it says about specifically how Art Rooney views winning football and what he thinks is necessary, and to a lesser extent, because I do think this was more Rooney hire, how Mike Tomlin views the whole thing. All that talk about wanting to take a a real look at things and maybe cast a wider net, it was all BS because they went right back into the friendly, comforting bosom of the run game. Jeff is next. Hello, Jeff. 
Hey guys, I'm about an hour into hearing the Arthur Smith news, and yeah, my my first take on it is like the actor change, but the plays are going to stay the same. But I agree with Mulsey. You know what disturbs me most is you know Art Rooney coming out and basically through word salad salad saying that you know the Steelers offensively are so systemically effed up that only Arthur Smith, you know the son of a billionaire and who owns uh, owes a lot of money to, can come in to Pittsburgh and make chicken salad out of chicken excrement. And, you know, what is next? You know, we, we hop into DeLorean, hit 88, and roll back to 2019. I mean, we'll probably bring in, what, Tannehill to be uh, Kenny's competition this year? I mean, it's, 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 it's like almost a salary dump. Thanks, Jeff. I just kind of like the delivery there. He kept having me worried he was actually going to swear, but he was clearly prepared. You put out a uh, – we just had fake John and Robinson call notable uh, – South Carolina football fan too. And pony antagonist. He likes you. But likes to antagonize, but continue. Yes, it's a it's a lovable situation. You put out a potential quarterback depth chart that will have him calling us every single day of the season demanding that the third stringer be elevated. Donnie, what did you think of it? Did you see my depth chart? I did. Did you think it was realistic? Well, I certainly think that Tannehill is realistic, and yeah, I mean, I also think they're going to draft somebody in the middle rounds. Big Spencer Very Rattler. well could be Spence. Big Spence Rattler. Jo- Fake John will call the show every day demanding that Spencer Rattler be elevated to starter. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A wide zone with the with the play actions and the bootlegs. Uh, could you please just explain what you believe are the are the strengths of that approach? We also ran a decent amount of gap schemes too. We we were flexible. We certainly you know had a wide zone foundation, but we, we adapted. You know I think that's a lot of times that there's a lot of mythology to it. People just because they come from one system, but if you look around, it's a, there's a natural evolution. Whether you look at what's going on in San Francisco to the LA Rams, the Green Bay Packers, and there's more teams that run it. And I'm just going the connections there, but we we certainly adapted to Tennessee. We were we were good with our foundation. Uh, when we were a little bit bigger in other spots, I think that the evidence would show we we did adapt to those. Whether it was the wideouts or certainly Derek. That is the Steelers' new offensive coordinator on his offensive system wide zone bootlegs play actions did a lot of that in Tennessee and they ran the ball better than just about anybody in the league and in one of those years they got all the way to the AFC championship game now critics would say it was because there was a guy named King Henry with the ball in his hands and you don't need the second coming of Paul Brown to score points and have success on offense with a guy like that so just putting both out there Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. To give us your take on the Arthur Smith hire, five o'clock hour has been mostly people uh, ripping it. Let's see if that trend continues. With Ben on the fan. Hello, Ben. Hi, Pony. Good afternoon, Malsey. How's it going, Donnie hey, ben. Football? Great to talk to you, brother. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of with. I think Donnie Football said he'd be like a C plus. I'd probably be where I'd be somewhere like if you were grading a test, seventy five to seventy eight percent. Just right now, based on the little bit I do know. Mm-hmm. And rank-wise, probably somewhere like 18 to 22 out of offense coordinators in the league, just for my initial feeling on yep. 
a little bit I do know. Um, and I appreciate you playing an audio clip earlier when he was talking about it, you know, his father's money and hoping that he creates his own path in life. Um, his first job in the NFL, though, I don't know if he did that because he was the off, uh, excuse me, defensive quality co- control coach for the Redskins, and his father was a part owner of the Redskins. I don't know if that had any. What was the name of the stadium they played in? <laughs> FedEx Field, right? And what company <laughs> does his father own? FedEx. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, sometimes it's who you know, not what you know. Now, to this kid's credit, he climbed the ladder, and Mike Munchak hired him. He got the Mike Munchak's seal of approval. You know that stamp is big for me. I don't know if there's a bigger stamp that can be put on a guy than the Munchak stamp. You, I think you would not only have Munchak. I adore the man. Do you know him personally? No, I've never met him. It's like your weirdest and most intense man crush of any coach or player. Uh, there's all kinds of rock stars and former athletes and actors and yeah. people like that I've never met and I So if, if somebody them. did one of those um if somebody did one of those you can only have dinner with four people living or dead. Most people would be like Jesus of Nazareth, you Tom know. Petty, Mike Munchak, that wrestling manager Sonny who I used to have a crush on and then Oh, you wouldn't want me. her at dinner. And you definitely wouldn't I mean, want her driving home from dinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're all, you're gonna Oof, have to especially brutal request human that being. It's, it's Sunny from like 1995. Terrible human being, Sunny. Not a good person. She, she has not had a good last 30. How years. many DUIs? A lot of bad stuff. Well, I shouldn't have even made light of it because I wasn't trying to make light well, I mean, of it. She's yeah, a the, genuinely the, reprehensible yeah, person. Yeah, like the, the the last one resulted in a fatality. Yeah, she's she's horrible. But you would. I'm surprised you wouldn't just say clone Mike Munchak. And have him at all three seats. It's me and three Mike Munchaks just talking ball. <laughs> all right, here's Braden on the fan. Hello, Braden. Hello, guys. Hey, man. I want to talk about how uh, I don't think Arthur Smith's hire is nearly as bad as people think it is. Okay. A lot of a lot of different hires we could have had. There's just there just wasn't much out there to be honest. I mean, and. Like you guys were talking about earlier, out in Tennessee, he had plenty of success success with a quarterback who we know now is not capable of going to a Super Bowl. He's just not capable. Hey, Braden. So you're saying there's not a lot out there, but you've got assistant coaches in San Francisco. Eric Bieniemy, in a matter of days, is going to become a coaching free agent again because the the Commanders are going to hire a new head coach. I would have at least wanted to talk to those people. The thing with the enemy is I feel like, and he said it himself, he wants to eventually be a head coach somewhere. What's and wrong with that? I just think that us having him for one to two years wouldn't benefit us much at all because we're just having well, a Braden, restart. That's how Mike Tomlin got his, got his start. He was a defensive coordinator for just one year in Minnesota. I think he should want to hire ambitious people like that. I don't look at ambitious ambition as a negative. I've I've been very perplexed by the people today who have said if you hire a really good coach and they're gone then what? You have to do this again? Isn't that what almost ever What does Kyle Shanahan do every single year it seems like now? He had to replace Robert Sala. Here comes D'Amico Ryans. Had to replace D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick, who D'Amico Ryans took with him. Here come like three new people and who before are that Mike McDaniel. Sure. Here are three new people he's got to hire. Steve Wilkes is probably going to get head coaching looks again if they win the Super Bowl. I mean, look at Andy Reid. Look at Bill Belichick. Those guys had people picked off and poached off their staff every year. And you know what else kind of – it doesn't bother me. It's just an interesting thing to note. 
many of the same people who say, I don't want somebody who's going to hi- make hires where we have to replace them, also say that it's a problem that Mike Tomlin doesn't, doesn't have, have a coaching tree. Bingo. How can those two thoughts exist peacefully with each other? Very good point. 412-928-9370. Here's DJ next. Hello, DJ. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, we can get uh, Don Coriel in, in his prime for the Steelers uh, as an offensive coordinator, but if we don't replace the quarterback, we're going to be – I don't care who you get as offensive coordinator. you got Kenny Pickett. It had two concussions already. It's very injury-prone. You better draft someone and can get the job done because you're going to be sitting uh, average Joe. Would you trade for Justin Fields if you could make it happen? Yes, in a heartbeat. I, we would, too, ultimately. If you can make the deal with Chicago, we would do that. I still don't think that'll happen, but I think there's a better scheme fit there. He gets out Kenny. on the run. He's he's good on the edges. He's a much bigger ru- actual running threat than Kenny. Uh, he has proven himself. Band on the run. Do you like that song by the Wings, by the band Wings? <sighs> yes. It's Yeah, it's pretty good. It sounds like it's almost three or four different it, songs. I yeah, think that was it's the broken point. into like three. Yeah. I think it's very well done. That part was, yeah, because doesn't like the middle of it go, live and let die. No, no, no. They, oh, no, that's a c- yeah, complete. They, but they, that do, one they also do their own s- cover of live and let die. But that one also sounds like bizarre to me because it's so slow. I guess that's how live and let die actually goes. It starts out slow. There's like that sound going. I don't know what that is, a banjo of some kind. So I just heard, here's another take. Speaking of Paul McCartney, do you know Dolly Parton has that album out of like her doing rock covers with like famous rock acts? So she's covering Freebird. Did you hear that her husband was jealous that so many people were turned on by her at the Cowboys halftime show? He was jealous? Yeah, he. I think there's like... Major flex for him. I think he said like cover your butt next time or something like that. Oh, don't say anything to her. Just be proud that your wife is in her, what, late 70s and is still a sex symbol for many people in this country? Dolly Parton looks younger than Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith's got to keep the mustache, by the way. Him without a mustache. There might be two Arthur Smiths, the one with and without the mustache. Without is the guy I mean, in Atlanta. He's he's 41 years old. He comes from a billionaire family. You'd think he would have elite per- health care his entire life. And a personal chef personal to make chef. him whatever he wants. Yeah, man. He can I, I'll say it. I'm not exactly God's gift. Me neither. He looks kind of dumpy. Uh, it's not some... Yeah. yeah he looks a- like... You know what he looks like? A guy who doesn't do a ton of working out who also sleeps, like, head coaching hours. I was just going to say that, sleep. He, he, that, you know what, that's what it comes back to. He's the ultimate football guy. No, but as I was saying about Dolly Parton, you know I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. You know, your Jolene's, who isn't? things of that. But I like the music, too, a lot. Mm-hmm. The rock album covers is tough. Have you heard it? I've heard most of them because I, I like listening to a particular country station uh, that technically would, I think, be competition in some way with us, so I won't name it. Uh, it's on a certain kind of radio that's above the earth. Um, I've heard most of them and n- doesn't do it for me. The only one so far I've been able to tolerate, Ringo and Paul McCartney helping her out with Let It Be. Here is our number two fan, Jeff in South Park. Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. How are you? You're a huge Dolly Parton <laughs> fan, right? You think she could cover I Slayer's am... Rain in Blood? <laughs> Um, I remember she did a collective soul cover years ago, long, long before she did this. Um, and I, I thought it wasn't half bad. Um, but uh, no. Dolly what did Parton you think of her, her Slipknot collab? Did you like that? Yeah, when she did Do Host uh, for a live audience of hundreds of thousands of people, did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I give her credit for giving bands like that a pop. I, I'm a huge fan of Dolly Parton in her prime, though. Holy crap. Well, we announced well, that. Wait, wait a minute. You're, 
you're going out on like the world's sturdiest yeah, limb Jeff, there. Oh man, I really think that also Patrick Mahomes is good. Crosby, yeah, yes. exactly. Come on, we Jeff. announced on the station today heart and cheap trick touring tomorrow. Rob Zombie and Dolly Parton. Hitting the road together. Yeah, my, my wife the asked me if I wanted to and see burn uh, through the witches, Jolene. <laughs> I would go to that show <laughs> ten days out of the week. Yeah, who am I kidding here? If I heard that Rob Zombie and Dolly Parton were going to be playing tomorrow night, I'd take off work so I can tailgate for <laughs> so it. So would I. All right, Jeff, give us a grade on the hire. I'm with you, Pony. I'm 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 at like a B minus. So if, if you want to be really nuanced about it. You can say that it's not a bad hire, and you might even think that he could have some success with our personnel that we have in place here, but also say at the same time you're disappointed in the Steelers because they absolutely did not cast a wide net. And I just come back to I'm, I'm really disappointed they didn't at least talk to Clint Kubiak. I really am. But I don't think that that automatically makes it – Bad hire. You know who I blame for them not being able to talk to Clint Kubiak, though, if I could go out on a limb and cope for a minute? I blame Dan Campbell, because if he would have just ended the 49ers season like he should have, we'd be talking to anybody on this. Well, they could have they could talk. They could have talked to them while the 49ers season was still going virtually virtually. But still, you can talk to them. Art's old fashioned. He wants to do it in person, take them to uh, the Duquesne Club. Take them up and down the incline. That kind of thing. Have you ever had a Promanti sandwich? <laughs> um, now I'm sidetracked. Now I've still got Dolly Parton and Rob Zombie in my head. <laughs> I'm just all right. We're gonna go into a little ditty called "More Human Than Human." And then here's working nine to five, <laughs> right back to back. Dolly in that concert, they should each have to do each other's songs. They can't do. They can't perform their own work. She's so. doing "Living Dead Girl." Right. <laughs> He's doing. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Is Rob Zombie still alive? Yes. Yeah. Okay, He's good. a film director too. House of a Thousand Corpses. Then I think didn't he name the sequel House of a Thousand and One Corpses? No, no. It was House of a Thousand Corpses. Then it was The Devil's Rejects. Ah, yes. And then there was a third one that's uh, Three from Hell. My dad actually loves those movies. I. That is not surprising to me. He. He he says the Devil's Rejects is like one of the best sequels in a movie series. Like he'll stack it up against anything. Loves the it. Godfather Two, the Devil's Rejects. You know he'd have it at like number two or three. He'd have like <laughs> Godfather Two, Rocky Two, the Devil's Rejects. I watched the Holdovers the other night. I'm gonna cast a vote. I don't think this is. I I do think this is going out not on a huge limb, but a little bit of a bigger limb than what Jeff said. I think Paul Giamatti is a great actor. Giamatti. Giamatti. Sorry. Greg's brother. I, I like Paul Giamatti. He's good. Oh, I'm he's a, really good. I'm a he's big really good. fan Wide of that Wide range. He, yes. Do John Adams, and now he's a teacher with a lazy eye in this movie. Yep. <laughs> that, like, it just has that full range of human Very experience. Good. I would definitely recommend it. I like, him in, uh, I like him in Cinderella Man, the one about Jim Braddock, I like boxer. him in the one about wine. Sideways. Sideways, With, yeah. uh... He's in that with a scars guard. Is there like one of the 18 different scars guards is in that? I've never seen that movie though. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.